Hey, it's Throwek. Welcome to another Fumble Podcast. Today we update Black Box Trophy. We have a look at the Fumble Cup first round. We talk to Strider about NAF tournaments. And we also look at the reveal of the next Games Workshop Blood Bowl team, which is Undead. Enjoy! everyone welcome back to another fumble podcast i am joined by my usual friend pc good evening it's purple chest as always and we are very fortunate to be joined by strider how are you doing strider i'm good excellent so today's podcast we're going to start with just a black box trophy update so have you been keeping an eye on it at all pc well yeah i've been trying to get some games played uh, having a horrific start with my goblins uh, who have fallen off a cliff uh, one draw in four games uh, but just yeah generally watching what's going on loads of games getting played lots of new names and faces uh, which is great to see and uh, Shavite uh, is now at 139 games played He's close smart money has it he's going to get finished this month so that's going to be the entire season played in the first month yeah and hopefully thanks to you uh, we are hopefully going to have, have him on the next podcast yeah uh, that'd be nice hopefully yeah, talking about his <laughs> relentless activity in the box absolutely and i mean not only is he getting the games played but 139 games played he's rocking a score of 108.5 so it's a really good pace he's setting yeah. uh, i do think someone will probably go past it but i think it might take some time yeah i think it will i think i've, I've played a couple i've been quite busy this week uh, which is unusual for a man who's not at work but i've been quite busy Th- 31 games i've played 19 points not so happy wow. about that really strider's just be- below me actually but 25 games 18.5 so he's well well in uh, passing distance how are you finding it strider yeah i had a bit somehow a rough start team wise uh got the perm in every first game with all the teams somehow but now i'm catching up a bit i haven't really lost many games i think only two um, but yeah, my slan are like two, three, one. Where I'm not too happy about it, but I guess they are a bit hard at the beginning. Yeah. And the other teams are going more or less well. So. Uh, happy days. It's my, a long road, isn't it? 150 games is a long time. Yeah, it I is. guess my my goal is. Is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess my kind of baseline is trying to get. 75% somehow in if you want to kind of contend wow. I think and it's uh, about where I'm at I think yeah, um, I'm nowhere near that I'm, I'm really struggling this year if we could have five teams of dwarfs I, I might be able to rock that sort of number <laughs> but, but I, I, I think it's really depending a lot on the draw because I mean I started off I played three legends in my first three games and I think yeah. like tied two and, and, and won one and and then ended up playing a noob or a noob a newer coach in the uh, fourth game and I lost that one obviously <laughs> <laughs> so but 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 in general the great, I, I do think swordsman in France fears the worst swordsman not the second greatest swordsman yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah I like it and it, it's it's yeah. great the activity is great uh, I've almost never missed like a draw yet in, in my times where I play which is usually between 
10 and, and 12 uh, server time so yeah yeah it's, it's and when great. you look at the statistics on the the fumble site you know black box is outshining all the other divisions at the minute which is, which is really lovely and refreshing to see actually um, and there is plenty of diversity as well which is just what we want just yeah I, I mean it's anything that pumps the numbers is good but yes at the moment black box is uh, is really getting those numbers in and i think the trophy is a large part of it plus the fact that we're all sort of kicking off at the same time so there's lots of new teams lots of activity you could draw anything but it's likely to be reasonably close there's some there's some good tight matches going on um which is what i <laughs> we're back to blood bowl two again i think that's what people want uh, no matter what their skill level is they want a game where it's the skill level that counts where the teams are reasonably even there's a fair chance if you swap the teams you know no one would be unhappy and then it's who coaches the best yeah uh, that, and you're right and it's interesting you say that, that i think competitive yeah i went on to because i've got uh i've got it on my ps4 and i've got it on pc now i decided to have a bit of a go on ps4 and try right. the champ champ ladder on there and my first game because the user base on the ps4 isn't anywhere near as large yes there's as 15 of you isn't there yeah and uh, a brand new Lizards, I think. Oh, no, it wasn't even Lizards. I can't remember. Anyway, uh, I faced a 1500 TV Chorf Claw team. So yeah. that, it just it just didn't work out for me. I was just It wasn't floating my boat, really. But anyway, that's by the by. Um, mm. So, yeah, Black Box Trophy, uh, it's it's going well. We've got a shiv- Yeah, I can't remember. How do you say it again, PC? Shivite, I think Shivite, it is. Shivite, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's, an there's been a ton of games played. I mean, it's not just him with his 139. I mean, if you look at the numbers, there's loads of other people with 50-plus played already in the first month. So it's been really drawing a lot of traffic. There's loads in the 20s and 30s as well. And then there's a few people started really steadily. So there's a lot of traffic being drawn from that. Loads of squads, lots of interesting builds. Um, different metas fighting out. The 3.22 points to 1 points seems to be doing well. Uh, but you've got your uh, you've got your 3.32 points and a 0 point. Those are builds that lots of people are going for. Some of the metaist coaches disagree over what the best meta is. That's always nice to see. And hence, there's all sorts going off in the box, uh, including obviously a load of vampires and a load of stunties. So even if you just want to grab something killy and come and wipe them all out, uh, there's that adventure too. I played a new player earlier. He was only his eighth game. Um, but, you know, he ran into my goblins. So he, he got himself a nice tasty win. Yeah, happy days, happy days. And it's interesting. I wonder what will happen when the 150 games are up because you've got a few coaches here that were done by Christmas. Um, yes. So well, <laughs> what are they going to do until October? I suppose they could be opened up for a secondary squad. People could have another tilt and then keep oh, one yeah, or other possibly. of their scores. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you what they do. They pick tier one teams and try to beat everybody else. Yeah, yeah try, and, try and smash <laughs> everyone else before they try and get the points. Uh, that, you know, that's a bit of metagaming there, though, isn't it? Let's finish first, then I can wipe them all out. Yeah, but, but I think there will be so many people still like playing with those teams until the end, I think. So so the ones who just have steady, you know, Look, steady, steady one, times, have, right? Yeah, we so, have, we and have also good players, too, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. LUK has 10 games or, yeah, I mean, really late into the season. And as Chavito's proved, you can get your games in in a month. So there's there's no, I mean, just because you missed the start doesn't mean you can't come piling in now or in three months' time and still easily get that 150 games played. If you can do a game a day, of course, that takes well, 150 days. So five Good, months. quick maths. <laughs> <laughs> so, so looking at the racial leads quickly, because so Chivito already put down quite a nice Lizardman score of 24. Um, and then what is this, I guess, Underworld 
22.5, which I think is quite solid. Yeah, um, nice. And then uh, yeah, the plan is actually yeah. already with Wishes, which has 21.5 points with 25 games, which is absolutely amazing in my opinion. Yes. However, so, I, I'm not saying he's contending hidden, to be the, the, the winner the with all the teams he the picked, numbers. but... There's a secret hidden within the numbers, Strider. I don't know if you're aware of how the formula's working this season. Um, for the the team score includes the bonus points for playing 10 games. The so team every, score? The team score. So after every 10 games, you get a bonus point. So those Lizards with 24 points have earned 21 points on the pitch and got three points for playing 30 games. And he's uh, got the racial that, lead on that as well. That and yeah, the, no, the racial lead really on squad score, as okay. does any bonus points from not picking things at the very start. I looked into all of this, did some maths. I even had to take my socks off because it was so complex. <laughs> but in, in the end, I have worked it out. I've been in and checked teams, and if you go and look at that lizard's record, you'll find it has earned twenty-one points, oh, and okay. then has three That's bonus points for passing the tens. And then if you add all the numbers up, what you end up short is the six points for his racial leads. And right. He didn't have any bonus points available at the start, which would also, I believe, go on to his squad score, but not the team score, of course, because how could you allocate unused points to a team? Absolutely. So, yeah, those numbers are pretty good still. That's still 21 points out of 30 for Lizards. Uh, that makes it 19 and a half out of 30 for Underworld, well, Underworld uh, which I still think is <laughs> decent. Um, but perhaps 19 out of 30 for Kemri, still a squad, strong score, but someone will go past that uh, because there'll be quite a few Kemri teams in there. And yeah. Slan at 18 points out of 30. Again, is decent, but someone will get better than that, I would be sure. Uh, the Norse are coming along pretty strong. Uh, they've only got one bonus point in there, so they've got 12 points out of 19. <laughs> Um, that's pretty good, strong again, but uh, I don't know, maybe someone can do better than that with Norse. They're not my cup of tea, that's why I'm running them this year, to try and learn a bit better. Yeah, I quite like Norse. They fall apart. Yeah. I, I have played Norse like in one team and uh, too many HLG setups and it was not Norse anymore, so I can't really say. <laughs> fair enough, it's almost fair like enough. a pro-elf squad then. Yeah. But, but really expensive for the elves. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So... Leaving Black Box Trophy there. Mm. Fumble Cup. It kicked off last Wednesday. Um, I, I, I hear you sigh, PC. I hear you sigh. I've been looking forward to this conversation. I bet uh, you have. For, bet for you a have. while. So, Strider, are you still in the Fumble Cup? <laughs> You're looking at your next opponent if you I win. Know, right? I know. <laughs> PC, are you still in the Fumble Cup? I, I, I'm still spectating games. <laughs> <laughs> What no, happened? I got that, knocked out in the first round. What happened? What happened? I had a textbook opening drive uh, scored in turn eight as dwarves, but I only managed to do one casualty, that half. It was on the very first hit, and after that, nothing went off pitch. Then he rolled a riot, and so he scored back at 1-1, and then he scored a very easy two-turn touchdown, just outmaneuvering me with his four gutter runners. And then trying to hurry up and get the ball upfield, uh, I left a slight opening hoping he would come through and fail he poured through didn't miss a single thing all turn lots of dodging and even the line rats were dodging out and going wherever he wanted tied me up in knots with a diving tackle stand firm next to the ball i hit it it didn't go down i tried the dodge which was a one in three to succeed but with a re-roll that's a little over 50 percent it went down he took the ball that was three nil it was soon after four nil because trying to hurry up and get a two turn and so I went out to one turning rat. I'm so it all well went to pot. Thinking, 
they're thinking one turners are, are the the plague of Blood Bowl and the worst possible. A natural one turner is the most evil thing, and of course he didn't even need to use it. Yeah, it's not going to. He had the riot. So no, it was a bad draw for me. It didn't go well. I got all terrible dice, and I'm out. Wow. But, uh, You're not many, the only one. You're not the only how, surprise, how, PC. How many, how many majors do you have? Have you actually won, Throwek? Well, we're just talking about majors because I've won one. Striders, <laughs> you won a major, haven't you? I won one. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. won. You won forlorn humans, didn't you, Strider? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good work on that one. Um, I haven't won one yet. I, oh, you haven't? Oh, well, no, because the thing is, being tournament organiser person, I, just, I don't think it's right. I think it's right that I enter, but to win, well, that would just cause controversy, wouldn't it? So I, t- I tend to purposely lose at some point in the competition every major. So Yeah, I did that job yeah. for seven years and, and similarly put lots of weakened teams in, and it was one of those that won the major for me. So, um, you know, it doesn't have to be a barrier, just saying. Yeah, and it, well, it wasn't just you that went out. There were some, there were some, there were some big surprises. Yeah, there always is in the Fumble Cup. It's one of the things that's great about it. Uh, and even sometimes, you know, you see huge teams going out to 1,400 squads or something um, because it's Blood Bowl. And when you roll the dice, anything can happen. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest shocks was last year's winners going mm. out on, in the first round. Pain yeah, we yeah, we were both watching that game at the time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah, we were. And, uh, and were... actually, on that point, just just kudos to both coaches. Yeah. Um, because well, it was it was just sportsmanship to be watched, wasn't it? It was just amazing. Actually. What was it? I mean, yeah, I, I know you I were very so. impressed. The munch kid in me says, "Would I have done that?" And the answer is maybe. <laughs> The specific situation was that the, uh, the the newer coach who beat him uh, in overtime didn't realise that scoring would end the game with him as a win. He was eight turns. So he stalled up when two go-for-its would have got him over the line. He had re-rolls to cover those go-for-its, but he didn't do the go-for-its. So there was a risk he did not run. Uh, and then his opponent decided that honour dictated he would, uh, he would tell him that he could have scored and won it and then not move and allow him to uh, to win it the next turn. So that was a very honourable from both coaches. It was. It was chivalrous. Yes. Yeah. But can I honestly it. say that as there was a risk he didn't risk, I wouldn't have tried to hit that ball? I, I don't know. I'm See, that's, why, I make, that's why it makes it so special, because I think there's a lot of us that would have gone, ha, 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 sucker, and <laughs> <laughs> just tried to blitz him. Yes. Um, so there we go. That's that's it. I mean, uh, I think who else is well, there? It's, it, the um, the. Of course, once you've won a major, your attitude does change. Slightly. Well, I'm sure it does. W and D's in the box are out. Um, who yes. else is out? Uh, Zed's flings are out. Did I see Jacaro go out as well? Yeah, he went out very, yesterday against the Dark Elves. So yeah, there's Some been a lot of big teams casualties. are out. Massive teams. But there's still just so many massive teams everywhere I look it's crazy I mean (laughs) I I never had a team above like 2-2 or something and there's like teams 2-6 2-9 2-5 I don't know how people get to these teams and and... it's not the world for us oldies Strider is it I mean I dropped in a a dwarf team over 2,100 for the probably the first time ever and drew a team 350 bigger than me so it's you know no matter how big you get there just always seems to be a monster much larger just around the corner yeah and you know when you look through the teams you've got you've got some great famous teams in here still you've got uh, 
Angry newscasters, Carlo's angry newscasters are, are doing well. They're in their third round, two wins already. Um, who else have we got? We've got, yeah, we've got the usual big teams. Um, Excellence of Execution, that's kicking around. Hippies 69, but they are out. They lost their last game. Um, one team I will point out, which I think is a good chance of um, unfollowing Kemri is Happy Mummy Day. Sorry, Strider, I know you've taken Kemri as well. <laughs> well, what is this? Is this the one guy who has like three strength six mummies yeah, or something? Hammered has... Um, uh, no, not Tomb Guardians. He's got plus strength. He's got quite a few stat freaks on there. But I know he's a solid um, he's player, got, just he's like got himself. agility where you want it. So he's got a throw with a plus agility. He's got... Um, uh, and a bow throw is actually a plus agility and there's also a line man uh, who's plus strength and plus agility and then he's got a plus strength blitzer um, the tomb guardians though to me they're a bit ordinary for a Kemri to unfollow yeah, I think he's lost a few they garden a few blocks but there's only one that's really really you know it's a break tackle stand for a monster the others look fairly ordinary. I'm not convinced we're going to see that team on Forlorn Camry. I think you have no chance if you don't have four break tackle Tomb Guardians, really. If you need that mobility, I think. Yeah, I think so. It'll be an interesting game, Strider, where if, if I beat these elves, um, which I, st- I still think is going to be quite a tall order because they've got some pretty scary stat freaks. Um, but if we get to uh, play, then I'll be streaming it on YouTube. So... We can have a good chat. We can talk through it as well. So that'd be good fun. Um, but yeah, we will uh, next time we do it, uh, a podcast that is, we'll we'll just see where everyone's at and uh, have another update. Well, still a lot of teams in. We're still at rounds two or three, and yeah, a lot of ones will go out, um, but some big ones already. Yeah, yeah, it's been a good start. Good start to the FC. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, Strider. Thank you for joining us. So yeah. Yeah. So what we wanted to know from you and let you talk a bit about is the European that's just happened. We've got the UKTC coming up. Tell us about your role in terms of the NAF. And yeah, generally generally just talk to us about what you do. Well, uh, so basically Purple Goose started the online NAF tournaments a couple of years ago and I really enjoyed them because I think the main reason is exactly what we were talking about before. So I obviously like the majors, but I think these tournaments provide everybody the same starting point and there's really good coaches and you can have really competitive games and everything is as equal as it can be at, at uh, one 100 team value. So I think it's it's really uh, a more skill-based kind of setup and less like uh, rock, paper, scissors and the matchups and, and and so on. So I think it's it's a great opportunity for to be competitive uh, without having to form uh, star player points, right? Right. So, so I think that's kind of the main premise, and and then of course it's also to train for for the tournaments you then go to and 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 have some fun times in real life and meet the people, which which I also do, which I like to do, of course, and which I haven't gotten to that much anymore since I got two kids um, <laughs> yeah. around. But uh, I I'm very happy to to go to the Euroball tomorrow and 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 see all, all the people there again. Um, so so when this then uh, Goose stepped down and uh, there was quickly um, 12 men doing it and then uh, it was kind of a bit 
getting a bit quiet around it. I, I asked and said, well, I mean, should I take it up? Uh, I, I have some capacity um, uh, since I tend to go to bed pretty late. I <laughs> can spend some time uh, uh, to, to do that admin work. So, so um, yeah, now I'm running these tournaments. I, I try to do a bit uh, different uh, things. Um, we had the NAFIFA World Cup where we had like uh, Everybody in a country can join and play for the country. Oh, yeah, and then sometimes yeah. there's a predefined teams. Sometimes it's just a single tournament. We've had a speedball tournament, which I'm really eager to bring up again because that's also a format that I really like with having one-minute turns. Um, but uh, at the moment, I also really like the team tournament formats because um, it also prevents a bit more people dropping out because if you're playing for a team, even if you're zero five, your round six win might still bring something for the team. So you still try to get the game played yeah, and win. Well, that, that, that seems like some wise advice there. Yeah, Play I all... tried. I tried to organize it. <laughs> Sorry, on our team throw, I couldn't get his sixth game played. His I, couldn't, opponent. I couldn't fit it in in the hour of the week that was available. <laughs> yeah, and and you, of course, as, as tournament organizer, you know how, how difficult it is sometimes. Yeah. And, and uh, I think PC uh, also, you've mentioned before, you know, like uh, people coming and sending a PM, so like, I can play now, you're available. Oh, and man, and uh, this whole scheduling, I think we might do, or, or you might do <laughs> a, a separate podcast on the whole scheduling issue. Um, yeah, I think pe- most people try pretty hard. When you come across someone that doesn't, it is irksome. But most fumblers are pretty decent at trying to find times where everyone can. Yeah, you know, get, get yeah. A yeah. What is that? You get some new people playing these NAF tournaments that are not really used to fumble and to the whole scene, so they might be their first tournament. So it's a bit new for them. So sometimes they need a bit of uh, some hints. But yeah, also. Um, Discord helps, at least if somebody misses uh, a scheduled game, you can look them up, maybe chat them, and they will see the message on the phone or something, and, and at least remember, oh, yeah, I had the game, and, and say what's up and stuff. So I think that helps. I, I still try to convince everybody to join the Discord server. Yeah, Discord's good. Uh, yeah, it is very useful. Yeah. So, but yeah. Just one thing that I want to come very quickly back to, which is, uh, you know, Strider said he took it up because he enjoyed doing it and it needed to get done. Uh, That's exactly the same reason I took up running tournaments years back when I did. Um, And so much on Fumble is done by people who just want us all to be doing that because that's how it should be done. Um, So a big shout out. Thank you to Strider, but a shout out to all the admins and security crew and everyone that just puts a bit of time and effort in so that everyone there can have a really good time. It's incredible the variety and the depth of gameplay on a site that's run by people that just want to. Absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah. I will second that motion. <laughs> yes. And and also um, one of these guys is, is uh, Siebers Adam, who, who does all the races um, according to the NAF sanctioned rules. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, which yeah. will, by the way, come out again next week with uh, seeing if all the new stars are allowed or not and whatever. Um, yeah. So I use these rosters in the online NAF tournament um, to have all this covered. So it's very helpful. Yeah, Seas Birth Adam is another person who's put an enormous amount of effort in. So a huge. Yeah, also with the, the seasonal ranking as well, yeah. which it does, yeah, which I also like. It's, it's great. So. Yeah, so European has finished. Um, the winner was uh, Italian team, uh, Ilupi e la Piovra. 
um, which was um, uh, Spartaco, a very well-known um, yeah, uh, tabletop player, Dirold as well, and, and Liam Callagher. I mean, they're all big names. They've all played in Euroballs plenty of times and are at the very top. Um, which you can also say for, for the opponent, and probably for a lot of, of the people there, um, which, which made it to the top um, ranks. Yeah, that's interesting. I find there is some people who genuinely don't know what the format is and are just giving it a try. They've done other things on Fumble. They've seen it advertised, read about it, and thought, yeah, okay, I'll try that. And then there is a lot of very hardcore tabletop players using it to practice things and to you know, test team builds. Because, of course, the NAF tournament online world um, I, mean, I agree, Strider, it's very competitive, but competitive is a contentious word in Blood Bowl. Um, there'll be some people out there saying, no, if it's not teams at 2400, it's not competitive. Uh, I think, belovedly, of course, of, of the much-missed Morehouse. But um, while it is competitive, it's also very prone to interesting sort of glass cannon builds because of the resurrection style, because you can get your teams back. Um, people do try some unusual and some fun things, and so sometimes those are being trialed out in NAF games as well, I think. Yeah. So I think, yeah, one of them, like, I guess the typical glass cannon are either Norse or, or Skaven, which go, like, all hurt. Um, yeah, which which can work, or but usually won't work for six games. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, so so this one was finished. Um, it was a good build-up, the um, anxiety for, for the Euroball. And, and before we go maybe and say a couple things to that event, um, you already signed up for the UK team challenge and the next NAF event will be the online version of it. So um, I'm just finishing up the latest um, admin stuff to post the news on all different channels at the same time, probably. Hopefully I can finish still tonight. Um, and then we'll, we'll start uh, the 5th of November and, and play six rounds with teams of four, squads of four players. Um, kind of similar to what we have now, but um, again, using the World Cup rules, um, which uh, you have already posted the forum thread and got a couple of uh, builds too, and I'm of course also interested to see them because <laughs> I was also involved in creating those rules and tried to balance as good as it was possible. Well, um, what you're referring to there is there is a team fum- fumble thread on the fumble for- forums where we are really genuinely asking people's help and advice because we don't know what we're doing. Uh, none of us are particularly experienced in tabletop, and hence we're really open to people's ideas as to what races we should take and what builds we should have. Yeah, and then for both the UK and hence the next NAF one is that you get about 1100 to make your team and then about depending which tier the team is you get a little bit of uh, money to spend on skills at the start and then you get more skills after games two and four so it's it's a really interesting different way of building a team different way of looking at a tournament there's going to be some progression as well as resurrection so yeah it's fascinating yeah and and just I mean also to Kind of from a tabletop world, right? So it's been years of years where, where it's really been tier one teams played at Euro Bowl with six skills and that's it. And maybe tier two with eight skills and, and that's like it. And, and everything else except maybe one or two tier two teams is, is basically unplayable to be competitive. And we, of course, try to, because it's the World Cup, try to bring in a bit more variety possibly 
um, with giving the tier 3 and, and the stunt is a bit of a boost because uh, you always have some players who just want to play stunties or uh, whatever their favorite team is and we want to kind of knock and let them be hanging and at the same time still trying to not make a team like very overpowered so they just like somebody inexperienced can suddenly win a tournament with that race, right? And that's, of course, almost impossible to do. And we tried uh, as good as we can to, to get that balance in. And, and now, of course, we need more games played um, and to be analyzed. And, and obviously, my I mean, I personally, when somebody wins five games, for example, with Chaos, I, I actually, I don't just say, oh, he won the tournament. I actually go in and watch the replays to right. see whether it was just a one-off luck or whether it's really uh, too too strong and and, and try to so try that, to see what, what's good. going that's on. That's good because right? that that gives reassurance to everyone out there that it's run properly, which is you know kudos to you. Yeah. yeah so I mean... so uh, many many people trying to join the next event to test out their World Cup builds and maybe not the one you're going to play because that will be all secret. But yeah. <laughs> uh, test them out. Um, I have to say I think it's going to be a lot about meta gaming so when a lot of people then say oh now claw is allowed to step with mighty blow we can't take dwarfs anymore more that makes the elves a lot better and say okay so now everybody nobody's t taking dwarfs so we don't need claw anymore we just take mighty blow yeah. tackle everywhere and then you go against dwarfs who don't have dodge and it's again the other way around right and, and that... oh someone always takes dwarfs yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> for sure you will right <laughs> um I've, i'm looking at some other races i may well be taking up to york so no no it's not a done deal what i take not by any means i don't think it's a done deal for any of us is it or we're all of it in the dark about what we're gonna take yeah and also what figures we have available because you know you do need to put the the plastic or metal on the the pitch and it has to be painted yeah so. well i was going to take humans but um they're terrible so i'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> they've always been terrible how's that news <laughs> no, but in my head i was like i must conquer humans and i just can't do it it's too hard <laughs> um yeah well they certainly i mean they the thing is they get a lot of skills and at that low level you know, when you're starting with a lot of block, with some dodge, with sure hands, and then you can add skills on top. So you can have, you really can have the Swiss Army knife humans. You can have a wrestler, you can have a kicker. Yeah, I get, that, I get that. Player. Yeah. And, and it means you can be versatile to deal with whatever comes ahead of you. But on the other hand, you're still humans. So yeah, you're still, yeah, you're still a bit of shit. Absolutely. So... Strider, are you looking forward to Euro Bowl then? Yeah, yeah, obviously. Uh, it's still the old rule set, of course. So I'm taking my Wood Elves, which is probably my best race. And since we don't have anybody else who wanted them, <laughs> I actually get to play them. Hey. Um, so let's see. Um, on the online NAF tournaments, I have been pretty successful so far. Good to um, with being the top ranked coach. <laughs> no, but I mean, to be fair, I also played, I think, most games, so it takes a bit of time to, to level up the ranking. So, do you know um, who you're facing first game? Yes, so I will play a Spani we will play Spain, Switzerland, and I will play a Kevin um, with Undead. So, he's the captain of the Spanish team. I actually also played him last year. He had Necromantics, and we tied. So, uh, yeah, it will be a, a, oh, a, nice yeah, a bit match. of a rematch. Um, but that strider leads me on nicely to our next segment. Mm. Now, I don't know if you've seen on Facebook, but 
Games Workshop uh, released a picture and the commentators talking. can't remember what it said. But the picture was of a... looked like a zombie hand out of the ground with a pointy foam finger on. Uh, you can't see me at the minute, but I am actually pointing. Which <laughs> is ridiculous. Anyway, um, so I presumed it was undead. So it's Halloween, isn't it? Coming up to Halloween, maybe it'll be Necro, maybe it'll be uh, Undead. What, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I mean, I've seen the Facebook post. I I thought the post might just have been a, a Halloween teaser. I didn't read as much into it until I saw the commentary by it, uh, which says, what's the, that trying to claw its way up from beneath the pitch, Bob? Uh, I don't know, Jim Skaven, maybe. Well, oh, if they are, right. they look like they're suffering from serious malnutrition. And then when you put that together with what looks like a zombie arm, not like a skeleton arm, I think that says undead to me. I, I, I don't know why. Um, I, I mean, you're convinced it means there's an undead release coming. I'm not as convinced. I think undead... Well, I think undead or necro is what I'm okay. thinking. Because it would work with Halloween. And if they missed the Halloween release, then that that just sums up my thoughts about <laughs> <laughs> the Games Workshop thoughts protest. Well, look, I mean, undead are a tier one team. They're very popular on tabletop. People love coaching them. When they tried to kill them by splitting them into Kemri and necro... Uh, people got upset and still coached Undead, so that's why they're still with us today. Uh, it would make a lot of sense. They haven't done Undead in the new, you know, shiny 2016 Blood Bowl. So it's it's a part of their roster of figures that I could easily see them wanting to, to get sorted as quick as possible. It's a very popular team. I think you might be right. I think we might see Undead as the next, the next released packet. Yeah, well, it'll be the first kind of Undead-type team that we have, because we've got elves we've got dwarves we've got orcs humans nergs goblins so it's about time we had something dark yes i think that's that's probably true that makes some sense too so yeah uh, it's something which is really a tier one team so i mean if if you look like what's played now for example at the Eurovol, right it's always it's i mean wood elves undead dark elves are the three strongest teams lizardmen dwarves uh, uh something like that right and and yeah all those have not really been released, I think. So, Undead will be a really, you know, a team that you can always bring whatever rule set, right? Yes, and hence, it, hence, it, it's guaranteed to sell. I would suggest. Yeah, and it, yeah. It depends on how they do on the sprues. Uh, what you get? One mummy, one white, one ghoul, rest zombies. So you buy oh, two packs. I'd put a skeleton. I'd put at least one skeleton yeah. per sprue as yeah. well. I'd have thought. But you're, um, not, you're not going to get your full quote. Are you, you definitely won't get four ghouls. I would be amazed if they'd give you all four ghouls. It would be very young games worth. Workshop. Yeah. But again, all of this sounds so logical, so reasonable, that it would surprise me if Games Workshop do it. Yeah, well, let's see what happens. We'll watch this space. We'll, uh, we'll pick it up on the next podcast. Um, PC, forum focus. You wanted to talk about something. Yeah, just very briefly, because it's, it's a little quick one, but I, I spotted the thread, and it, it bounces up every once in a while. There's a thread in the forums called Borg Invasion. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was originally started about four years ago now. Yeah, by Rabe. Uh, by Rabe. Uh, if oh, you I miss him. Rabe. Around. Lovely character, always doing interesting and fun things with Blood Bowl. And what he decided was to bring the Borg to Blood Bowl. So <laughs> yeah. using chaos-packed yeah. teams, uh, there's a sort of collective consciousness. Your skills are picked by what's been absorbed so far, i.e. what kills have happened via all the Borg 
games so far. Um, and there's still a couple of people keeping it going uh, with running a Borg team in League. Another one's running it in Secret League. Um, so it's just, I, I love little corners of fumble where two or three crazy people are doing something because it's fun for them. Yeah, and the, I love that we, we're on a site where that can happen and it can fit in with everything else. Nobody minds. It's supported and no one gets in their way. That's it. That's it. And the premise of it is that they can't take skills yep. until they've killed a player with that skill. So, for I example... Think sort of, I, think it's, I think there's a collective to it. So I think it's... Yeah, so the, anyone can take them. So as long as... One Borg is killed, killed by a Borg somewhere yeah. in Fumble. Yeah, and there was a, a big list. Yeah. There's a yeah. list on the forum that which you can take. So if you killed a war dancer, then block and dodge are yours for the taking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I miss Rabe. Um yeah. I used to have a lot to do with Rabe. He's he's a, one of his other uh, um, adventures. I would projects yes. projects is better. Was he used to run the what was called the big guy arena. And right. it was one big guy against another big guy <laughs> on the pitch. That was it. Just one, one on each, one on one. So you were a tree man or an ogre or a crocs. So I remember playing a tree man game, and I was oh, it was just the most hilarious thing. It really was funny um, and very quick. But anyway, that's yes, I, bet. I bet I bet I, I once did a version of that, or maybe ten years ago, where you had the three big guys of Chaos Pact and three goblins, and that was it. That was it. Yeah, fun, um, fun stuff. Fun stuff. Have you ever done anything like that, Strider? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, not, not really. I played a couple stunty. That's probably as as crazy as I got. No, actually, what I did, I did play a hundred fling games in the box. Wow. Uh, to try to, uh, I was baited in by the challenge. Um, uh, whoever did it to, to get a uh, halfling team up to uh, a million team value, I think. Yeah, I think two, two, two million. Was it Bill Brass? I, I want to say it yeah, was Bill Brass. Yeah, he just oh, wanted yeah. to float the, the the black box with halflings, and I, of course, took the bait. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun, um, especially killing calcium scales in the process. Um, yeah, so I ended up with having 22, 25, 57, which is not very um, successful. <laughs> but um, but the problem awful. is halflings in the box versus like high team value is, is just incredibly hard, right? So yeah, and, and if you don't get like, I mean, I did get one guillotine halfling, I think, then you, you know you have a chance, but it's just yeah, it's it's tough. But yeah, that that's about as fancy as I got. It's a conversation for another day, but there's long been a group of people and a group that say definitely don't, it'll be exploited, which of course it would, everything is. Um, but saying that stunties in the box should perhaps count as 100 or 150 TV higher than they are, so that they get to start each game with yeah. a bit of inducement goodness. Um, that, but see, then good, they're not yeah. going to be competitive, but it would help. Yeah, it certainly would help. I think that's what it's missing at the minute. Um, yeah, certainly. Ah, oh well. So, thank you for that, PC. Mm. Just to um, finish up then, because we've talked, I think this is our longest podcast yet. Um, Just to finish up, PC, you and I were talking about a competition a while ago. Yes. Um, Because we we will get back to the Angry Man rants, but uh, I hadn't hadn't informed Strider about it, and I thought it was a bit rude to uh, just expect him to have a rant about something. But I know that we 
talked about another competition. So the last competition we did was a joke competition, and yep. Finn Diesel won with his gag, and he has received his model. I sent it. Um, he's got it, so that's all good. But you had an idea oh, about lyrics, so why don't you talk yeah. to us about your idea? I suppose we should have done a forum focus on that. Um, periodically, somebody takes the lyrics to a song and replaces words with words from Blood Bowl. Oh, that's uh, so awesome. I love that. I've done one myself. Uh, if you know the song Barroom Blitz, uh, a classic rock song, uh, I replaced it to Dark Elf Blitz. Yeah, um, nice. Which at the back says everyone attack and it turned into a Dark Elf Blitz. So, uh, and then that fit, fit beautifully. I've done one. I've never really been motivated to do another, but some people have done entire songbooks. And I love a good, particularly something rocky or cool song, but with the words replaced by Blood Bowl. It's so nerdy. But it's a real niche fun habit. Is, so I want I want a song. I want a, a song, yeah, something a song. funky and cool, but with Blood Bowl replacing all the key lyrics. And or Blood, what Blood Bowl what, references. What we'll do as a prize is I will send the winner some uh, some spare dice that I have um, knocking around um, to play so Blood Bowl with. There we go. Either either in a PM or via Discord, contact me or contact Froek. Yeah. Or, um, or put them in a blog and link it to us somehow. But but draw our attention to something and something fresh, not something you did a year. Ago and want to go credit for this from a year ago. Yeah, do something bang up today. New. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, PC. I tell you what would be good something for. Something with drill or grime. Music. Yeah, on on SoundCloud, <laughs> on our SoundCloud um, page, one of the yeah. first tracks I put on was Black Box Blues. So I'll tell you what I'll do. If it's good enough and we get a couple in, I will try and I'll pick my guitar up and I'll try and bring them to life. Oh, that that's almost a threat. <laughs> it's almost there. I tell you what I have to Happy Grew at the time when I did Black Box Blues he suggested doing one based on Don McLean's American Pie um, called Mr. Elven Guy <laughs> so I wrote something around that which I thought was pretty funny anyway. uh, it could be a ballad to Mr. T1212 why, why is too. your TV so high <laughs> yeah. good stuff good stuff so um I think that's about it for this week, isn't it? Anything I have else? no other business in front of me. No, Strider? I, I, I want to know when your second round game is in the Funful Cup. <laughs> um, hopefully, I'm playing Valen tomorrow night, but he's at Euro Bowl. But he said he would be in his hotel room. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to go <laughs> to his hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 try to already play you. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no. <laughs> so we'll um, see. So I, uh, mine hopefully... will be in mine will be in October of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. I mean, hopefully it will be a win and we get to play each other, which will be quite good fun. Uh, yeah. But until then, thank you so much for joining us, Strider. Really appreciate it. It was really interesting to uh, hear yeah, about nice all the NAF you. stuff. So. Yeah. Thanks for having Congrats me. For that. Um, for thank you, you PC. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, and remember, get those entries in through PM or on Discord, and we'd love to hear from them. Sing us a song. Yeah. Right. Take care, everybody. See you soon. Have a good one. Good night. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you want to support our podcast, you can do by going to Patreon, uh, searching for Throwek. We also have a Facebook page. Um, again, if you've Google Fumble Podcasts, um, if you want to support us, there are donate buttons on the SoundCloud website. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.